Hi y'all, welcome back. I know this season has been crazy for all of us, but it's also been one of the greatest learning experiences of my life. I don't know if maybe some of y'all feel the same way. I've had time to plan and time to cry, time to minister and time to pray, time to cry some more. Um, I've also had the time to hope a lot for the future. I've had time to heal from the passing of my father. Um, I've had time to dream about what may be in the future for my family and um, for us as a country, what may be in the future um, as far as like dreams that I have for my ministry, um, to take a leap of faith, uh, to start writing a book, uh, to continue with the podcast, time to plant a garden, and time to begin to watch it grow. I know um, you're probably saying, girl, it's winter, nothing is growing right now, um, but things are definitely growing in this season. Um, when you plant during the winter, that means that you are hopeful for a great garden in the spring. And I have to wonder if Tabitha, in, um, she was a disciple in Joppa, which is in the, books of, in the book of Acts. Um, did she think the same thing? Um, was she wondering about the garden that she was growing? Or um, was she just sure that it would grow because she had faith in the Lord? Um, to give you a little history on Tabitha, she was a woman who lived in Joppa, which was this little city um, kind of on the Mediterranean coast that was close to Jerusalem. In the Bible, it doesn't say whether she was a widow or if she was happily married, if she had bunches of children, or if she was barren and couldn't have kids, if she was rich or if she was poor. Um, it doesn't make a distinction about that. But what it does distinctly make sure that we understand, it was profound, profoundly clear that she was a woman of God and that her faith led her to care for the widows and those who were in need um, by providing them with her hand-sewn clothing. Um, she was a garment maker and um, she was known for her good works and her time and that she did all this at no cost for them. She did these kinds of things not for recognition or for someone to pat her on the back or Facebook likes or comments. She did these things because as a follower of Jesus, he asks that we show love and care for one another, especially those who are in need. The people of Joppa loved Tabitha so much that even when she died, they took her to the highest room in the building, the upper room. Um, she was in, they they were in hopes that maybe if they took her to the upper room, that the Lord would hear their prayers and that he would heal her and bring her back to them. Um, they sent for Peter, who they knew was in this nearby town, um, hoping that he would come and heal her. Can you just imagine for a second what Peter, an apostle, might have thought of the faith and the boldness of Tabitha's loved ones and her friends coming miles and miles just to get his help. They didn't know that he would come. They didn't know that he would be able to heal her even. They just knew that because of Tabitha's faith and boldness, um, that they were going to go try any option that they could possibly find to bring her back. 
was it their boldness and their faith that he thought of as he walked the 12 miles back to Joppa? Or do you think that he thought of the strength and power of Tabitha's love of the Lord and her acts on behalf of others that impacted them so greatly that they would have gone to any lengths to bring her back? I think that Peter thought of the latter that her love was so great for others and because she loved the Lord that he had no choice but to go back to Tabitha out of respect and love for her. Even if he didn't raise her, he was going to go pay his respects to her, I truly have to believe. When Peter arrived, he asked her loved ones to leave the room and they complied. I can only imagine from the heartbreak of losing my dad how her loved ones felt leaving her alone in that room. But praying for a miracle, they left. Um, and a miracle was bestowed on them um, and on Tabitha by the Lord. Peter began to pray, and Peter directed Tabitha to rise, and y'all, she rose. The Lord breathed life back into this beloved disciple, and she rises for all of her loved ones in Joppa to see. What a miracle was that to be a part of. Not just a miracle for, to, for Tabitha who was alive and now that she could be able to continue working um, for the Lord and loving others on behalf of the Lord, but for Peter who can see the power of collectively praying for and loving someone but also being used by the Lord to bring someone back to life. But can you imagine or just try to measure the impact of a woman who had so much love and faith in her Lord that she was able to give life back and how that might impact the people around her, especially those who were struggling with their faith that the life that was breathed back into her could breathe life into someone else. Or what about someone who didn't believe in Christ Jesus at all? How many people do you think might have been changed by this life-giving moment? And how many are changed by the love that her love gave to others? My question to you is how are the people around you changed by the life-giving moments and the love-giving life that you display? Are you getting up every single day and asking the Lord to help you meet the needs of those in your family? Are you doing that for the people in your community? Are you asking the Lord every day to help you meet the needs of those in your community? And are you actually getting up and doing it? Are you saying it? And are you sitting there or are you going to get up out of that chair and are you going to do something out of the love and the life that Jesus gave you? What Tabitha type love are you giving to others? What Tabitha type life are you showing others? Will you have an impact on others like she did? I ask you, I am begging of you, what do the love and life of Jesus look like to you? And are you living that life in action or are you sitting still? Get up and do something on behalf of the Lord instead of just talking about it. It's time, y'all. 
The world has seen so much chaos and pain. It's time to show them his love and his peace through our Tabitha style lives of giving, of caring for, and of loving one another. No matter what they look like, act like, believe, or don't believe what they have or what they don't have. When we live like this correctly, our impact on those around us will be life-giving. And it will show of the grace and the love that he gives us every single day. Lord, I pray that everyone out there may see and act on the love and hope that you give us through the life and the love of your disciple, Tabitha. That she will inspire us to get up and go out and meet the needs of others. That you will be a vessel for our knowledge and that you will begin to pour that out on us so that we know who we're supposed to help, how we're supposed to help, so that we can fulfill them, their needs spiritually through your words, even if we don't think we have the words, and physically through the small or the large resources that we have. We know that when we give you everything that we have in faith, that you can multiply it. And we ask today that you use us, that you send us and you lead us today and every other day in your holy, holy name we pray. Amen. Y'all get up, go out, do something that the Lord leads you to do.